Hello and welcome to Same Boat Huddle, the podcast. My name is Erin Miller of Erin Joyce Photography and we are on episode 67. And today I think I'm going to try and make this a quick one. I'm always long-winded, <laughs> but I'm hoping to keep a nice quick one for you because I personally love having a variety of episodes within podcasts that I love that I can listen to quick ones or, you know, take an hour and listen to an awesome interview. And I know I've had a lot of interviews lately, so I wanted to give you something short and sweet. So today, something that keeps coming to my mind are boundaries. And um, it's come up a lot in conversation and uh, what I'm trying to teach so many women. And I find that this is a component in our lives that I don't know if it's that it doesn't come naturally, that we're not taught it or that we suppress it, or I'm not really sure the crux of it doesn't matter. It's just the fact of let's set better boundaries. So I have over the past several years, I have learned to create so many more boundaries within my life. And I think I'm still continuing to learn. I'm still finding areas within my life that I need better boundaries, stronger boundaries. And I wanted to share with you what that can look like and what that can feel like. So it doesn't feel good. I'm not going to lie with you that setting boundaries is very difficult. It feels really uncomfortable. Um, people don't respond to boundaries well, including us. And, um, it can feel just super uncomfortable, but the important part is, is that the result creates, uh, so much more space and freedom and clarity and uh, a strength. There's like a different strength that comes with it and like a pride of I have taken control and I am saying what I need right now and I'm not afraid to say that. So as I was thinking about it, it's almost like a jumbled thought in my mind of like, well, well, there are so many different areas in which we can set boundaries. So then I had this light bulb moment just now where I was like, oh, why don't we just kind of talk about some of the areas within our life that we can set better boundaries. So the first area is our, just us. So our health, our wellness, my kids are fighting outside, of course. So hopefully you can hear them or maybe hopefully you can't. Um, so ourselves, we often as women, especially do not set boundaries for ourselves. For instance, I think one of the easiest ones to talk about is that we don't prioritize our own health and wellness. And, um, because of a lack of boundaries in other areas of our lives, we, we lose that prioritization and, um, it's because we don't have the boundary of this is important. Like moving my body today is more important than all of the other things. Really all we need to do is move our body for 30 minutes. What does it could be 10 minutes of yoga in the morning and 20 minutes of yoga in the evening, or it could be going for a run or it could be just going for a walk. It could be doing a HIIT workout. It could be dancing. Like there are so many different ways to move our body, but so often we lose our boundaries with time and giving ourselves to other people. And because of that, we don't move our bodies and our health begins to suffer over time. So, um, really learning to set boundaries with ourselves of this is a priority for me. And this is the time that I have scheduled to move my body and, there's nothing else that can be more important than that. 
it's really hard to set that boundary because then we feel like we're not showing up for other people. But if you don't show up for yourself, how can you possibly show up for other people, right? And another area where I find boundaries really, really lack with women, including myself, this is one of the most difficult areas for me, is um, being sure that we get enough sleep, like having a lot of boundaries around our nighttime routine. So I'm one who succumbs to like the, the just not so great habits in the evening because, um, just because it's become a habit and my body and my mind need to, like, I, I just need to change the neuro pathways, which I'm in the process of doing because I'm setting boundaries around it, but not getting caught up in, you know, watching Netflix really late or, uh, reality TV shows or like pouring another glass of wine or a glass of wine at all, or, you know, making sure that we sleep with our phone away from our bed. So we're not rolled away from our husbands or significant others, uh, on our phone or even without a significant other laying in our beds on our phones when we could be getting really, really important sleep. That sleep is the number one thing that our body needs for everything, for to support ourselves through feeling anxiety, depression, overwhelm, stress, all the cortisol that pumps through our bodies. We could be eliminating so much of that just by allowing ourselves to have the space and time to sleep more. So we need boundaries around that. So those are just a couple of examples and I, I encourage you to maybe even, you know, listen, listen to this episode and maybe either make notes while you're listening or later jot down the different areas of your life and identify like, where are my boundaries too loose in this? So we have, um, there's usually, you can kind of create your own areas, but they're pretty self-explanatory. Like, uh, your health and wellness, your spirituality, emotional well-being, um, career, your job, finances, uh, your romantic life, your social. Um, there, there are plenty of areas in our lives that we can really investigate and look at to see where do my boundaries lack. I'm actually, as I'm recording this, I'm going to grab my book that gives like a really nice set of areas. Um, so I can give those to you. So next, why don't we think about, I think as a mother, I think one of the areas in which we maybe didn't have to set as many boundaries because it just wasn't relevant in our lives at that time, um, that I have noticed is with our family after having children that, you know, before having children, you are, um, you're still a child yourself, right? No matter how old you are, that you're not a, a parent. And then there's this, this, uh, crazy shift that happens between you and your own parents when that happens. So I find that there's just not, it's just not relevant to have boundaries that are then necessary once you become a parent. But here's the thing, when you become a parent, it's the first time you become a parent and you're learning as you go. And I feel like, our whole <clears throat> society is completely unprepared for what what really is thrown at you in parenthood as far as, um, you know, wounds that open up and, um, gosh, it's really throwing spaghetti at the wall, right? So the boundaries I'm talking about are, you know, showing the parents who might, like, show up unexpectedly or... Um, make certain comments around 
you with your children in regards to your parenting or buying things for your children or um, maybe when they watch your children, certain things that might go on. So the, the setting the boundaries is set, saying you are not okay to, or, or I like to say what, what, tell people what they can do, not what they can't do. So instead of saying like, you can't just drop by saying because of our schedules and our lifestyle, it's really important that you call me to ask when is a good time to stop by. So not even, Hey, I'm down the street. I'm swinging by. No, but saying I, you need to ask. And then I will tell you if it's okay or not. And I set that boundary a lot. It's not a boundary that is um, very loose with our family. And I think part of it is because I've always really um, been assertive. And I think what's really important as a family unit that while it feels really difficult to say no to a family, like, no, that that is not a good idea. That's not a good time. Um, We are not responsible for other people's feelings. So as long as you come from a place of love, like, yeah, I, I love that you want to see our kids and I love that you're involved and want to be a part of our lives. But that specific request and context is just not going to work for us. Uh, and it's okay to say no. And again, I think it's so important to come from a place of love and not resentment or anger or or hate. And I think what can happen is when we don't set boundaries, it can really throw us backwards into um, really bottling up feelings and becoming resentful and anger. And then that's when um, some explosions can happen within our families or rifts because we... we um, chose not to set boundaries to begin with. So recognize that too, that often when we don't set boundaries, it can go far and then it's even harder to pull back and then set boundaries later. So, um, really establishing what's okay and what's not okay is super important. Um, I also, we set pretty good boundaries around like Christmas time, um, that we don't want to be inundated with toys and, will say like, this is what's okay to buy our kids. And, um, I know that sometimes it feels difficult for some family members because I understand too. I, I love giving gifts. I don't care about getting them truly. It's absolutely not my love language at all, but I find that I, I think I have a love language in to give to other people and that I like to give them gifts, particularly within my child, like the relationship between my children. Um, so I understand how much some people want to give gifts because it gives them joy to be able to give, to be able to buy toys that, you know, to see your child so excited or or your grandchildren or a niece or nephew or whatever it is to see them so excited. But we have really set the boundaries of like, actually they really need clothes or the activities they're part of or their tuition is all very expensive and contributing to that is a huge gift for them so that we can continue to keep them in their extracurriculars or send them to this certain school or so that they have clothes to wear or whatever it is. Um, and then also when your children are, are with, uh, family members or, you know, let's even talk about what it's like without children of saying to your family, you're not like, I'm not okay with you talking to me that way, or I'm not a child anymore. And I, this is how I want you to speak to me. Or, um, you can't call me 
at 11 p.m. at night and tell me it's an emergency when it's not. Like you are interrupting my evening with my husband or my sleep or whatever it is. So that's like a rabbit hole of really talking about how we can set boundaries with our family. So again, maybe sit down and think, okay, where are my boundaries loose with my family? Whether it's in relation to your children or just you in relation to any of your family members, whether it's a sibling or a parent or um, a grandparent, whatever it is, really identify where the boundaries feel loose and how could you make them stronger. So we have the health and body. We talked about that. We talked about our family. Um, emotional, spiritual, and personal growth is another area. Um, for me, it's setting a boundary and again, a priority. I think those things really go hand in hand of making the space and time to meditate, to journal, to read, to listen to podcasts, um, to really dig deep into my spirituality and religion and how those go together for me. Um, so it's again, prioritizing and creating the space and time to, um, be sure that you're doing those things. Uh, so if you're in a space of, I can't get my morning routine down. I don't have an evening routine. I know meditating makes me feel better, but I just haven't been doing that. I cannot tell you how many women say that exact sentence to me. I was meditating and I know it helps me. It makes me feel really good, but I just haven't had the time to do it. Or, um, I can't seem to get my morning routine down. It's, it's a boundary thing with yourself of, um, again, prioritizing, making the space and time for that. Your intimate relationship, uh, with whomever that might be setting the boundary of, um, you know, when we're together, we need to put our phone down or it's important that we have dinner together this many nights a week, or that we have a date night this many times, or, um, that we go to bed together or that we're intimate together this often or whatever those boundaries look like, identify them and create those boundaries. So often, like as I'm talking, I think about how I, I believe that we see boundaries as, as limitations, right? Like this is, this is the line and you can't go past that. But I think we need to expand. And it is, I, I do, I see them as that. I think they are that in a lot of contexts, but I also see, um, boundaries as like creating the space to expand that we're not, for instance, making time to meditate, making time to spend with our significant others, all of those things. So I think it just depends on the perspective of where is the boundary. So in order to expand on, um, having dinner together every night, the boundary is going to have to be, you need to leave work by this time or close the laptop at this time, right? So the boundaries come from other places in order to expand in other areas. So they all, while we have these different compartments of our life, they, they aren't compartmentalized. Actually, they are completely fluid and flow into each other. And one area will affect another always, always, always. It's not truly not compartmentalized and isolated. Um, another area is your children and family, which we talked about. Um, and then I'll list these areas for you at the end so that you can write them down in one shot. Another area is work and career. So I want to share quickly my experience with this. Um, and I've been very open about how I've really burned out in my photography business. Um, and how I've had to really, really throw spaghetti at that wall to figure out, what boundaries are important for me and which ones have worked really well. So, um, I worked a lot with my therapist around this 
of different ideas of how I can make the boundaries within literally on my schedule, on my planner. Um, and I have found through the trial and error, like how many, how many sessions a month feel good that I feel like I can do, attend all of them with excitement, edit them all very easily and without, um, burnout or stress, uh, how many weddings I can take on all of those things. And once I figured that out, I think that's almost the easy part of like this, this is what feels good for me with work. The hard part is then saying no. So when I have enough sessions within the month and I get the inquiry of, um, from an inquiring client, I, it's really hard to say, no, I don't have space for you this month. Um, and in the past I would be like, oh, I can squeeze them in. I, I'll, I can squeeze them in right here. That'll be okay. And what I have found is then, then when push comes to shove and, I get to those sessions. I'm like, holy cow, I'm so tired. I'm so burned out. Like, how am I going to do all this? I miss being with my family. Uh, you know, I haven't had time to work out because I have to be editing all the time in order to like stay on top of all of this work I have. And then, so then I can't show up for myself. I'm not fully there for my client because I feel like stressed that I even have to go to this session because I overbooked myself. I'm feeling resentful that I'm not getting enough time with my family because I have to be working or editing. All of those things are what happened. So the boundary I really, really had to set was simply saying, no, I can't. But what I can, again, what I can do is put you in, in two months or like, here's a date a month from now that I have available. And, um, you know, it was interesting. I had a client ask me recently, is your schedule crazy? Are you just booked every single weekend? And I said, no, um, because I've set boundaries and I, I said, I'm stingy with my schedule, meaning that just because I have a weekend open a, a Saturday specifically, cause I've actually set the boundary that I won't work on Sundays. There are exceptions to every rule, but, um, I will not offer Sundays because that's time I need a day off too, right? I can't work seven days a week. None of us can. Um, but just because I have all of my Saturdays open, like the ones that are open, doesn't mean that they're available to give out for photo shoots. Um, they're specifically, they're, they're not available because they're being used to be with my family. They're being used to give myself um, rest and, and re-energizing so that I can show up fully for my sessions or, or wedding the following weekend, whatever it is, or to be available to come to the lake where I am right now. Uh, and I have to say no in order to keep that space open. So I think it's again, shifting your perspective of I'm not, not filling it. I am filling it with other parts of my life. And that's why it's not available for career or jobs or work or that part of my life, uh, that I can't, I can't have every space on my calendar, um, free to plug in work. It's not, that's having no boundary, right? So I have found that setting those boundaries that while it feels really hard, and this is the pushback that you have to be prepared for. I have clients that I've said, I'm not available. Here are a few names of photographers that I would trust to send you to. You can check with them and they'll come back and say, absolutely not. Like we only want you, uh, tell like, please, please, please. Or tell me then the next date. 
Um, so that's always hard to hear. Like, wow, it's so humbling. And that's when you want to cave. That's when you want to be like, okay, all right, I'll squeeze you in. Um, but remember that then you can't fully show up for yourself or for them if you're extending yourself too much. Um, so at that point I, I, um, also have recognized that then people also really respect boundaries that if you say, I'm not available that date, but these are the two dates and two times that I am available, that they'll respect that and say, okay, that's the date I want, as opposed to you tell me, (laughs) when do you want a photo shoot? Um, So to really be sure to have that um, boundary has been so huge in my success in my businesses because it's allowed me to extend my business, to be able to record podcasts, to... um, to add coaching to my work, to be able to do more personal projects through my photography, to uh, really build my relationships with my husband and my children have, are just amazing right now because I've made them priorities and have created the boundaries in this space around it. Um, another area is money and finances. I think those boundaries can be super um, obvious, just really, really hard. So I'm a boundary, simple one, creating budgets in certain areas like around groceries or extra spending of that month. Uh, all that's very self-explanatory. It's just a matter of doing it and, um, following through or having, um, documenting your in and out. I have, uh, absolutely lax on that. In the past few months and I'm trying to show up, I know that I'm hitting money stories big time with all of that. And one of them, my story is by June, I don't document my money because things get busier. Um, I don't have time, but really I'm just scared. It is hard for me to look at money. Um, so I really need to, for myself, create the boundary. So instead of a limitation of a boundary, like I was talking about before, I need to create the boundary of the priority of you need to sit down in your schedule on this day at this time to look at the bank accounts, to record everything on the sheets, to create a budget. Um, so again, it's not necessarily the limitation within finances, but maybe it's a limitation somewhere else. Like I can't do editing at this time because the priority is budgeting. Um, and then another area is community and giving, um, which I don't, so that's an area of the life of your life. And I don't know, like, boundaries there. I don't, I don't know that we necessarily need them, but I guess it just depends what kind of person you are. Like, are you volunteering too much? Are you giving too much of your time to others and not giving enough time to your family, to yourself, to your finances, to work? So really think of what that might look like for you. Um, so let me quickly go through these areas so you can write them down. And then I really encourage you to face the music and really think about where are my boundaries loose in these areas and then really think of how can I, like what could boundaries look like to tighten things up and make your life even better because you have those boundaries. Um, so we have health and body, we have emotional, spiritual, and personal growth, intimate relationship, my children and family, friends, social, and fun work and career, money and finances, and community and giving. So those are some awesome areas for you um, to really consider. So I encourage you to uh, absolutely take the time to think about your boundaries and how they can enhance your life. Recognize that setting them is going to feel uncomfortable. There are sometimes pushback from other people. For instance, if you set the boundary of I can't go out to happy hour, um, 
you could get the pushback from your friends. Like you never hang out anymore. Like you've changed. Just all those things can start to come up. And those, those things that come up, I feel like can be, um, the challenges for you that once you push through them, you recognize how strong you are. Uh, and I have found that while setting boundaries are very difficult, my life truly has become so much better. Um, I feel so much more aligned, so much more in control of my time. Um, anyone who asks me, how do you do it all? That's my answer is setting boundaries and, um, really prioritizing. And a note on that too is, uh, as I've shared setting boundaries with women, and obviously all of this goes for men too, clearly, but my audience is mostly women, right? So this goes for everybody. But when you are setting your schedule in your day and you're, you're prioritizing and setting the boundaries around things, uh, I always say, choose the top three things in the day that you need to get done. Like those, those are the top three things that you should be doing. They can change day to day. I always say the one number one thing that should never, ever change is taking care of yourself. So meditating, working out, eating well, all those things, um, to the point that it should just be a part of the day and maybe not that like top task that you need to get done. So pick those top things like doing the budget today, uh, cleaning the house and editing this wedding might be my top three things to really get done. Um, obviously we always need to do more than three things. Always, always, always. But what is really important to see is number one, not everything is that important, right? Um, life will go on and it's okay to not get everything done. But if there's something that consistently isn't getting done, like cleaning the house, if that keeps falling by, it's important to recognize like, okay, what do I need to delegate? Clearly I don't have time to do all of this because I have boundaries and there are only so many hours in the day. And a lot of women, especially, I think have a very difficult time delegating out tasks saying, you need to start doing your laundry. I'm going to hire a cleaning person because I know I'm going to save money. Um, and time is money. So maybe it's time that you're saving that I just don't have time to do this. It's not a priority. So I'm going to have somebody else do it. Or instead of going grocery shopping, investing and looking into um, an app that helps you get the groceries to your house, right? There are so many of those types of things and really looking at what isn't working and how can I shift this? So really, really look at that schedule and recognize maybe what really isn't that important and just has to be eliminated completely from your life. Um, and look at what you can, uh, how you can figure out how to do things differently, like how to grocery shop differently, how to clean differently. Maybe it's not doing a full cleaning day, but instead figuring out a schedule of this day, I'll do toilets this day. I'll do the floors this day. I'll dust, right? Really look at everything that you're doing. And instead of saying, I can't, or this feels too hard, always ask, how can I, how can I make this happen? How can I make this easier? How can I create more boundaries around this? What does this look like? So, um, of course I've already chatted for half an hour so much for like a 15 minute episode. You're welcome. I hope that this was really, really helpful for you. Maybe, um, you've had some light bulb moments. Maybe these are things that you haven't ever talked about or thought about, Uh, Maybe they are, but you just needed a little reminder of like, okay, I need to reel things back in. Uh, So if you have any questions about, well, how could I set a boundary around this area? Always feel free to reach out. Join my free Facebook group, Same Boat Huddle. You can always DM me on Instagram at Photog Erin J. 
I'm always happy to support you and hear from you. You can email me, Erin at ejoicephotography.com. Uh, it's all, I, I, I'm just passionate about it because I, I know that as women, we have so much to offer and so much we can do. And, um, there are so many tools to be able to do that. So have fun setting your boundaries this week. Always check in, always take inventory, always think of how can you better different areas of your life um, and just live your best life, right? So have a good one. Have an awesome week. I'm recording this on Labor Day in 2019. I cannot believe our summer has ended. So I have set the boundary that this is the last work I'm doing this weekend and uh, I'm going to enjoy the rest of the weekend with my beautiful family and um, maybe I need to do some inventory too on different areas of my life. Good reminder for myself. So have a good one. Again, have a good week and as always, treat others the way you want to be treated and I will talk to you soon.